When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning is all right for listening to Saturdays in the Gong. Good morning, everyone, wherever you are listening, be it 15.75 in the Illawarra, 11.70 in Sydney, or through the SEN app anywhere. I hope the sun is shining on you like it is us this morning at the beautiful, the pristine, the picturesque Wollongong Golf Club. I'm Matt Russell, joined by one of the Illawarra Mercury's finest, if not the finest. I've put Baz to second, pegging Mitch Jennings. Happy birthday week, big fella. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a, it's been a good one. I'll tell you what, the hydrolite's done its job along the way. But, uh, mate, I'm feeling, I'm quote my girl Lizzo, I'm feeling good as hell this morning. It, what a picture the course is. And no one does alliteration quite like Matty Russell, so I won't try to follow that up. But, uh, yeah, great to see you feeling good as hell. Absolutely. There's the gong because it is time to bang the gong right off the top. And I thought this is a good place to do it because for your birthday, Mitch, we went to Dicey Riley's and had a few uh, liquid lemonades. And I was staggered to read this, that the... Foundation meeting for Rugby League in the Illawarra was held at this site, Dicey Riley's, a place also known over the years as the Old Terminus and Dr. Max. I don't know what Dr. Mac was prescribing, but <laughs> in 1910, the first competition <laughs> featuring teams from Dapto, Unandera, Mount Kira, Helensburg and Wollongong started in 1911. So Dicey Riley's Hotel, where we were on Wednesday for your birthday, top end of Crown Street, was the birthplace for Rugby League in this great rugby league region. Indeed, as an avowed rugby league man, as you know, that, that's basically my church, Matty, so I try to make a regular <laughs> pilgrimage where I can. I can actually reach out and touch that plaque from my uh, from my regular <laughs> stool as well. So, yeah, I like to uh, yeah, I like to go and pay tribute when I can. So, come on, Chris, bang that gong again for Dicey Riley's Hotel. We bang the gong about good and bad things for the Illawarra. I've got a bad one quickly for you, Mitch. The Wi-Fi reception on any train trip between Wollongong and Sydney, I think you're in range for about three minutes. Yeah. The trip takes about an hour ten, if you're lucky. What the hell can't we have Wi-Fi? Why wasn't why won't my phone and computer work on the train to Sydney? Yeah, it's it's a debacle. And, Wi-Fi and, everywhere. You're walking around. It's the whole. You're, uh, you're floating it around. It's it should be something that you think that we've got worked out by now, wouldn't you? It's but, picturesque. Uh, like yeah. it's a not beautiful trip up through the national park, and you can you can forgive it for dropping out through a tunnel. But most of the time, it's just not working. Well, at the top, it's, it's when you go up and you hit sort of Helensburg there. You go around there, you go through all those, you look at all those abandoned sort of things where you think, you'd, you know, the mafia would dump a body. You go through up there and you get no phone reception. So, yeah, yeah, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. That spot there, basically, from, uh, you know, probably Otford to, uh, to the yeah. top of the mountain. Very hard to do any work. So, um, that's the bad gong about the gong and the trip to Sydney. What about you, Mitch? What's your bang the gong this week? Well, the good, Matty, and I know we're going to discuss it in some, some fair depth later on, but I'm going to give a big rap to the Illawarra Steelers. Finals uh, today in, in the women's and also in the Tasha Gale Cup. Alicia Kate Hawke and Courtney Crawford, the coaches there, doing a marvellous job. And the crowds have sort of gathered the games I've gone to. Some Steelers faithful getting along to it. We will talk about it in some more depth of specifics, Matty. But I'm going to bang the gong on the mighty Illawarra Steelers. Second hour of the show, a big segment dedicated to the Steelers. And we'll play that favourite song again, Mitch. But you got more. Yeah, I've got a bad one. We, you know, we mix the good and the bad on this show. And I just want to say, Matty, I... 
obviously the Mercury office is in, in Market Street, Upper Market Street, which is also right next to the Crown Central car park. Yep. Now, the amount of times <laughs> I drive along there and there's a big sign at the front of the car park, car park full, car park full. And if you don't believe the sign... Maybe you can be convinced by the 15 cars that are piling out onto the street and going all the way back up to the Tilly Lawara almost. If that's not bad enough, you've got nitwits from the other end trying to turn right across there. So the whole street's gridlocked. The only one doing good out of this is my mate Stu's cafe here because you've got enough time to stop, park the car, get out, get a coffee and get back in before you might even get into the car park. Uh, so I don't know how much they can do it structurally to do it, but how about you know some of the... The geese, we'll call them, in plural, <laughs> that are trying to get in okay. there and ignoring the park up uh, on gridlocking the entire street. That's very my, good. That's my bang. The very call. good. Well, thank you to the Wollongong Golf Club where we are broadcasting from. No traffic jams here ever. You just no. come straight in, get a park, and uh, enjoy the fantastic facilities, be it on the greens or inside Wollongong City Motors. Motors test drive the GWM Habal today. Impact garage doors, impacting homes for 20 years. And, of course, Illawarra Mercury, illawarramercury.com. .au. Let's get into the footy. Last night in Darwin, plenty of rain as Brisbane and Parramatta went at it. The Broncos home 2016. Have a listen. Reynolds, magical play by the Broncos. Yes, riding off into the sunset perhaps in Darwin here. Man and Reynolds. 26-16, the Broncos winning. The scoreboard became secondary the longer the game went, Mitch. And post-match, all that was talking about were hip drops. And I don't know where we go. I, I don't know because th- there were three hip drop incidents, okay? And we're waiting for the charge sheet to come out probably three minutes after we go off air today if the normal proceedings continue. So, all three, were they hip drops? Well, Matty, yes, I think they were, but they were treated differently. So that's the confusion, isn't and it? And that's where the confusion comes in. We've spoken about it every week. We've tried to make some sense of what a hip drop is, what it looks like. And every week you see it treated differently. So that's where the confusion comes in. I think as much as it's frustrating, I think most people have you know, cottoned onto the fact that catastrophic injuries can occur as a result of this tackle. So as much as it's frustrating to see some seemingly innocuous ones penalised or someone when injury hasn't occurred still getting sent to the sim, I mean, that can be frustrating, but we're trying to come to grips with something. But when you see... Two sin binnings for basically, you know, I thought Jermaine Hopwood was a sin binning. The Ezra Mann one was a bit harder because he was getting sort of pulled through, but it was that action of losing your feet coming across the, the back of a player. But they didn't have Payne Haas have that catastrophic injury for... for Possibly Campbell a Miller. cracked hip. Probably a cracked hip. and So origin would disappear. Yeah, and I think and what we've got to say, we were saying before we came on air, Matty, the two things we've got to take out of this conversation, I bang this drum all the time, the words accident and intent are utterly irrelevant. They're utterly irrelevant in this. It's where the position you've ended up in. And I think we saw a real illustration of where they become prevalent or where they sort of become dangerous in the Hopwood one and in the Payne Haas one because the try line was looming in both of those instances. So Mm. you can't follow a guy through. You can't just let him go past you, fall down behind him, drag him down from behind. He's going into the end goal to score a try. So that's where we saw, I guess, both guys trying to anchor themselves and, and stop a guy's forward progress immediately where they stood. And that's where... You know, the injuries came up. 120 kilos of pain ass coming down on your, yeah. on your leg. And that injury, it's, you know... <laughs> so with Jermaine Hopgood and with Mam, you think to yourself, OK, they, they're different, but they're the same. If you leave your feet and your body weight comes down on the legs of an attacking player, you are going to face penalty and probably a sin bin. Even though they're different, that's where the game is. You, you think to yourself, OK, I'm working this out now, despite the fact that, you, you know, you could build an excuse for Ezra being towed along by a, a bigger player. Then you get to the pain ass situation on Regan Campbell-Gillard and, and Blocker had 
Reggie in his Origin team when he picked it this week as a as a as a just a test of where Regan Campbell Gillard was in that discussion. And then you think, okay, well again, body weight over leg, even though it looked a little bit different. Body weight, feet leave ground, body weight on leg. He's going to the bin like the other two, but then he doesn't go to the bin, and that's where the great confusion comes from. That's why we've had players here at the Wollongong Golf Club this morning coming over to us saying, I don't get it. I don't understand. They want to be able to sit in their lounge room or wherever they are on their device, watch the footy, see a tackle and know, okay, yep, that's a hip drop, and as a result, he's going to the bin. Do you think that the bunker blinked last night and didn't want to have 11 on 13? Absolutely bottled it. I mean, that was such a that was such a gimme. Whether you agree or not with what had happened and the two sin bidings you just had before, I thought that had to be a sin bidding as well. And 11 on 13, that's a lot for any team to handle. Parramatta starting to nudge their way back into the game at that point. Uh, you know, it becomes... Yeah, crucial, and I, I think, yeah, bottled a tough decision that avoided making. what what That's another thing. You've hit on something that complicates this even more, Matty, is the fact that these type of tackles, they're very, very difficult, almost impossible for the referee to call on the run. They're not that type of tackle. It's not like a head-high tackle that comes front on in full view of the referee. It's happening behind a player, so the referee can't really make a live decision on that. So they're pretty much all going to be made by the bunker, and they're all going to be made somewhat retrospectively when play's gone on or mm. after stoppage of play, and it's always going to be made based on looking at a replay in slow motion. So that's what makes it murkier too. It's Everything looks a bit different, full speed to, to being on a replay, but the only way we're really judging these at the moment is via the bunker, which is multiple replays behind the play. Well, so Fox League's Warren Smith and Blocker Roach both thought that the uh, Paulo landing on RCG was the worst of the three and when you take into consideration the injury out of it which is a factor whether you like it or not it has to be taken into consideration and if any of the three should have gone to the bin the only one who didn't probably should have and therein lies the confusion that's why we're we're seeking clarification I'd say the most from the accidental out of, out of the three of them too mm. if people are going to harping on this oh, accidental intent. I thought the Payne Hussman was the most accidental. Yep. He got pulled through, he missed, and he was falling around behind him and the guy was trying to score a try. It was the most accidental, but it was the worst of the lot. A couple of other observations out of last night. First half, Payne Haas was playing against Barlaw and Regan Campbell-Gillard. His first half, Payne, 11 runs, 136 metres, four tackle bus. So let those numbers sink in. 136 run metres, four tackle bus, first half alone. You combine the two Parramatta starting front rowers, 67 metres for one tackle bust. He had more than twice the run metres of the opposition starting front rowers. And at half-time, Parramatta had missed 21 tackles. Brisbane, six. There's the game right there. They led well at half-time. As the rain came, they went on to win it. Now, 24 hours earlier... Penrith against South Sydney. We thought the Panthers were home with a few minutes to play when they led by eight, but South Sydney, led by Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker and company, delivered this. Julius knows it. Walker, here they go again. Mitchell, cut out ball this time. Johnston inside the Panthers half. Back to Walker. Tess in support. Hands. Tess. Cleary again. Won't get there. South Sydney. Rabbitohs break through the rabbit proof fence. What a try by South Yeah, what a try, Vossi. The question is, should they have even been in a position to win it with that late try, was the Latrell Mitchell try. The bat-back in the eyes of the officials, a bat-back or a knock-on, it had Ivan Cleary raising his eyebrows in the post-match media conference, Mitch. Absolutely play-on try. Yeah, I'm I with just, you. I, it's, I'm it's with absurd. you. It's absurd. I'll tell you, if you want to get really technical about it, if we call it a tip-on, as you would see a centre onto a winger, 
that would make it a pass and therefore something the bunker isn't able to rule on. So, oh, no, in the end, right decision made, I think, absolutely. Went, at, at worst, straight up in the air. Didn't go forward. Try. Three tries to Stephen Crichton. Latrell Mitchell prominent. Are they both playing Origin 1? Have you got Latrell Mitchell and Stephen Crichton in your Origin 1 team? Well, it... Blocker had Crichton on a wing, if you're looking for clarification there, and Latrell in the centres, obviously. Well, you probably could find some room for him on the wing because, you know, and obviously we saw as well, you throw in a bit of a goal-kicking back up too. He was pretty handy in that regard too. So that's where you'd probably consider him in the centres. I'm still thinking of Latrell and, and Turbo, but we'll... Um, I guess that's the one spot that might be a little bit up for grabs is a spot mm. on the wing. And, I mean, people have said his versatility. You can probably move him to centre fullback, you know, on the run if things happen. But then you've got to carry someone who can play wing on the bench. So it's it's hard to find a fit. We always want origins like that. You always want to try to fit every every person in that you can. I think, And I think on form this year, um, you've probably got to lean more to I think Campbell Graham's probably still in front of him. You know South Sydney's right side attack had scored more tries than their left side, their famed left side attack before Thursday night. But I looked at it as a game where the left struck back and said, every time you come this way, we look like we're going to score. And ultimately, that's where they landed their, their winning try. So well done to... Alex Johnston's side of the field, not Jackson Barlow's side of the field, which had been reaping rewards for them so far. South's now 5-3. and three. They're off to Brisbane next Friday. Won't that be a game? Oh, South Sydney against Broncos next Friday. And Penrith, they're 4-3. and three. They're off to the Golden West. Bathurst next Saturday for West's Tigers. So uh, that, was a, that was a fantastic game. I thought both games have been continued the theme. Good rugby league. Great attack we saw on Thursday night. We saw some real physicality last night in Darwin. Something for everyone so far. Yeah, indeed. The physicality of the Broncos from top to bottom really impressed me. What They're, they're back five as far as how they're involved. And last night they knew, I guess, especially as the conditions worsened and had to get tough. The likes of Cobbo, he basically played it's like he had a number eight on underneath his jersey. He was big enough to play eight. Big enough for years, but went through the middle of Tony Stags, that power game, and obviously the, the Rabbitohs finding something at the end. Patrick Carrigan. He was, was smacking blokes early. He was absolutely smacking blokes as well. And then South, the, you look at the South's game, and you mentioned it was interesting that you mentioned the right and the left side because they've scored a lot on the right, but a lot of the time it's been Cody Walker sweeping and actually playing both sides of the park. Yeah. And the way he finished that, the way he found Tass at the end there, Cody Walker is not the best half I've ever seen, but I'll tell you what, he, he's the best I've ever seen in traffic. His, his awareness when in broken play of where his support players are, of where the defence is coming from, it's absolutely masterful. The only the person I could compare it to that was like that was probably Darren Lockyer, if I go back and try to think. His awareness in traffic, in finding the right guy, was just incredible. And, and Cody Walker's in that class as far as just awareness of, of where he is in traffic in, in broken field. And we saw that there, just the perfect, just enough to hold the defence up so Tass could uh, get the match winner. So brilliant stuff from Cody Walker. Just, just absolutely marvellous to watch. We're going to talk more rugby league after the break, Mitch. But as I look over Wollongong Golf Club, we could host a live event. We could, we could host a live event tomorrow. That all the Masters. The course looks so good. Give us a major event. We're back right after this. There's a new player in town, Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track.